Well, welcome to the Situation Report for October 26, 2023. It's Lieutenant Colonel Murray. I'm joined by Sharita Starr. She is an expert in numerology. She has uh, graciously agreed to come on the show. This is our second attempt at doing an interview. We went a little long the last time we tried to do this and uh, had all kinds of issues with the uh, with the audio and recording, et cetera. So we're going to try this one more time. This will be the first of a four-part interview to, to expose you to what numerology is, what uh, astrology is, how it all works, what the common myths are around it, why people have this superstition around this, which I think is unwarranted. And it's it's like anything else, right? We, we fear what we don't understand. And I've seen too many things to make me wonder if people just truly don't understand this whole side of the fence. And, and I'm no expert at this. And Sharita and I have been talking for over a year. And I I can tell you that I still don't understand what she does. I, I, I know there's something to it because the things she's talked about, some of the predictions she's made have come true. And nobody gets it 100% of the time. But what she's, what she's aligning is the astrology in this. And there is something to that especially when you start looking at your own birthday, your own astrological sign, and some of the characteristics of your own personality and profile. And case in point, I'm a Capricorn. I'm a December baby. So the things that are pressure points for me is I'm hardworking. I'm dedicated. I don't like to do things over. I'm very strong-willed. I don't have a lot of patience for people who embrace mediocrity. You do it right the first time or you don't do it at all. And for years, I thought it was my upbringing. My parents, my, my father was the same way. But the reality of it is, it's just the nature of the, the sign that I'm under. And it it took me a long time to embrace parts of that. And once I did, I really started to realize that there's a lot of pieces around my, my chart. She'll talk about some of this today that, you know, align with the rest of the country. And there's no coincidence that I'm doing what I'm doing and my numbers are where they are and and um, and I'll give you a case in point. She said to me back in in May, actually it was in April, she said, in June, you're going to make a life decision that's going to change the way you operate and you're not going to look back. And she was spot on. I changed my entire view of the world last June because of a number of conversations that I had, a number of interactions I had with people that are only focused on their own agenda. And the agenda back in April, May, June was to maneuver me in the show into a venue that was favorable for other people and was conducive to other people growing their their numbers. And it was all for a seat at the table. And some of it I called out at the time, some of it I didn't, some of it doesn't matter. But the point is, is at that moment, I decided that I'm going to speak to the problem no matter how raw it is. And I'm not looking back. And since then, I've not looked back. And some of you get hit right between the eyes by the way I say things. But the truth of the matter is, we're in this position. Our country is sitting where we are because we failed to talk to the problem. We were so worried about offending people and so worried about political correctness, which was a tool that the elite have used to subjugate the population and limit and control the counter dialogue that we've forgotten what it's like to speak right directly to the problem. And 
that's exactly why I am the way I am. And you may not like it. It may hit you between the eyes. But you have to admit one thing. When I'm talking to the problem, you don't have any fucking questions about why things are happening. And there's a reason why I made that shift. And it was because I was dealing with people that are so locked in the old system. They haven't realized that the old system's dead. That I needed a way to break them out of that and get them to see clarity. And some of it worked for some, but not for others. So without further ado, Sharita, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate your time. I know this was a major muscle movement for you. So thank you for coming on. It's truly an honor. Well, the honor is mine, Sir Steve. And thank you for uh, allowing me to hopefully um, bring some understanding to your audience uh, and maybe, you know, we can have some whys and, and understand the, well, why is this happening? Instead of, like you always say, you know, people don't talk to the problems and they don't understand the, the underlying current of things and you can't fix things in the, I think it was Einstein who said that you, you can never solve a problem in the energetic place it started. So we've got to look at everything we're doing as a country extremely differently in order to move forward in resolve. That's the okay. only way this is going to happen. And the cycles are telling us in the now, you guys better figure this out. Or... Well, let's, let's, let's start with, because <laughs> a lot of people are not familiar with numerology. Yeah, they have no idea what I do. And I'm not Tom Numbers, by the way. Um, I just want to clarify that because I know a lot of your audience has probably seen him along the, the little, little rabbit hole trail. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> well, he's, I know what he's talking about. He's completely full of shit is what he's talking about. Because everything he... That is every not number, numerology, folks. Sorry. Literally every number he talks about ends up with Trump or Trump and Trump victory and Trump in charge. Trump in the White House. Trump here. About, well, let, let me clarify. That is not numerology. At least it's not the numerology that I utilize. And I'll just make that super clear. Because I know a lot of people look at something like that. And I'll tell you, that guy made my own head spin, and I'm I'm a math geek. <laughs> you know? well, let's start with numerology. What what is numerology for the layman? So numerology is both astrology and numerology are are I coin them as divination tools or consciousness tools. What, however, you would like to look at it, they are both avenues and practices and ways that we are allowed to not only understand ourselves, the energy that we are guided by, and you beautifully, by the way, I am so proud of you. You explained yourself so well. <laughs> you know, well, it only and, took a hundred times you explained it to me before I finally but, but, it out. but but look at what you've learned. I mean, I think it's a I think that's wonderful. You you laid out a Capricorn like that. That's that's exactly right. But the only thing I'm going to add to it is that you are, you also have to remember that you are born, a born leader. You're a born leader. That is, you have to be in a position of leadership or you would be severely shortchanging yourself. So like you don't take orders, you give them. And it doesn't mean you need to be a demanding tyrant in that process, but which is why we're watching some power in leadership do that out of alignment and they're not doing it from a conscious moral compass place. 
But the reason why you blatantly hit people in between the eyes with the truth is because of the numerology that you are guided by. Being, for example, for in your case, you're born to the 30th. It's a three vibration. Everything we do in numerology, we want to get back to the root. There's always compound numbers we're looking at all the time, but we want to get down to what and, is... And just to clarify, because this is a good place to stop you here. Yeah. This is not tarot cards. This is not throw a tarot <laughs> card on the ground and have some prediction and horseshit that goes along with that. This is... This is the numbers of the astrological sign that you're born under. And there are charts that go along with this that explain where you are in your yearly cycle. And your yearly cycle, as I understand it, and correct me if I'm wrong, starts on your birthday. And that's your, that's your I think you called it a natal chart. That no, the, the, the natal chart is the your map that you get when you take breath. When you're born, that's why we always need to know your time to get the natal chart. And then that becomes the center always. And then when we're doing current transit, so every year that you experience another what astrology coins as a solar return, that means the sun is back in the same spot again. It's gone all the way around your chart over those 12 months. Damn, so, you, so close, so close. <laughs> you, the natal chart is is significant because it's who you are. But the current transit chart is what gets laid around at any given point in time. So basically what we have the ability to do, whether it be for you, for myself, for, for America, as we will get into talking about using examples as well, we can take any natal chart and we always have that constant that becomes the constant. And then the here and the now of any moment in time we want to examine, we want to see how events happened and so on and so forth. We just take the same, we take the, the, the way that the standard of that natal chart sits, which is going to position all the 12 signs in a particular way mathematically and whatever wherever all the natal planets were the day you got here or the business was instilled or the country was instilled so on and so forth then the current positioning of the planets is going to tell us oh wow how do all of these areas of my life how are they being affected how is this particular cycle happening to me what what is that asking me to be taking action on in my life or depending on what the cycle is, maybe it's asking me to reflect. Maybe it's telling me I shouldn't be doing anything for a, a little bit of a pass and I should be taking retreat time, which is, of course, um, one of the things we talk about quite a bit is when we have a Mercury retrograde. And that is always a time, it's a recurring cycle three times a year, that give or take three times a year, that asks us for 21 days that it's in effect to chill out. Like, doesn't mean that you stop your life necessarily, but you don't want to be making very important, significant moves under a Mercury retrograde for one example of how to, you know, honor what the cycle is asking. It's always about reflection. I always call it, it's just a cycle of reflection. And any inner planet retrograde is going to ask you to be doing that. Um, which will also come from looking at a planet like Venus and looking at a planet like Mars. Um, those are the big three. That's how you and I got hooked up in the first place. You had posted something about Mercury retrograde. I was like, yeah. oh, you're just dealing with Mercury retrograde. So I was I'm sorry like, about I have that. no idea what that means, <laughs> let alone what the hell you just said. So I, I literally reached out to her and said, hey, 
you got time for a phone call? Because I have no idea what you just posted. <laughs> and my admins thought it was all spam. I know it's not. And I know there's something to this. And so we, you were graciously got on the phone with me. And I, and I, this is a joke between us because we've been talking for over a year. And she'll send me PDF files and things that have my chart on it. And I'm like, can you chimp this down for me so I can get this? Because I have no idea what I'm looking at. Numbers in one quadrant, words in another quadrant, things to watch out for by month. You know, I, I, here's how I see it. And and you can, and I'm leading you down a path here because I want you to explain it the way you explained it to me. Mm -hmm. I The way I see it is <coughs> we're... Everybody's personality driven by whatever mechanism they were raised with. That certainly has an effect upon you. I mean, your your upbringing, you know, you can take a person, obviously, no matter what sign you are, and you put them under really horrific conditions or really positive conditions, depending on the family situation, because everybody gets a, a different, you know, a different option at times. And of course, that's going to pull out either the negative qualities about you or it's going to enhance the good things about you. So you either you, you do get cultivated one way or the other. And nine times out of 10, that's also very evident in your chart that you're meant to be having that experience. And it doesn't mean like, oh, you're destined to be, you know, your life is meant to be a, a you know, pardon my French, it, you, you know, not everybody's life is meant to be a shit show, but some people have a little bit more delicate karma to work out. I guess we could say it like that. You know, people come in with a soul contract and we are meant to live that out. They do say, I mean, if you get into other, and you and I also have a, you know, mutual medium friend and, you know, the, any good medium will always reaffirm and tell you, you contract it in. Like each and every one of us who is alive right now and understanding what is happening on this planet and our discerning, we contract it in so that we are part of how to heal it and how to move this in a direction that we're going to, again, going back to what I said in, 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 in the beginning is where are we going to find this resolve? Because and this isn't a belief system. This is not, I want to, I want to stop you there. Cause that's a very good point. This is not a belief system that you're, you're brought in under some kind of a, you know, a paper contract with the devil to do something. This exactly. Is, this is, you're, you're brought in, and, and this is how it was explained to me uh, by me, which, by the way, I didn't know what the hell that meant either. Um, <laughs> they talk just, to the spirits on the other side. That's what they do. <laughs> well, yeah. Way, the way it's explained to me was that they don't, they're not speaking to you in a voice. They're not they're not telling you things in a voice you understand. They're showing you images yes. of, of what's ahead and images of people. Like she would walk down the street after the vaccines were, were pushed and she could tell who was going to pass and who wasn't. And she had to stop doing that because she saw so many people that were going to um, mm -hmm. pass. Yeah. And, um, and look, you, this freaks a lot of people out. It doesn't freak me out. And I'll tell you why, because, you know, I, I've I've seen the, the ultimate evil. I've seen people with their eyes drilled out. I've seen mm. kids that were dismembered. I've seen the ultimate evil. And even in those situations where I see that, I still have compassion for people and I want to help people. Yes. The difference where you get tripped up is where you get drunk with that kind of power and that kind of maniacal behavior and you want to 
you want that that power and that corruption for yourself. There's no cheese down that hole, as my uh, counselor used to say. It's just <laughs> craziness that's followed by you know an eternity of either servitude or an eternity of you repenting for your sins. And he was a Christian-based guy, and he was you know we t- we had this conversation years and years and years ago because he asked me why why does why does this make you angry to see this? I go, because these people didn't have a choice. They yeah. didn't get to choose what happened to them. The universe chose that they were the ones that got dismembered. And I have a real fucking problem with that because the, I don't see the point of putting people on a planet and then subjugating them to the most horrific things that humans can endure for no other reason than to, to give somebody to get for somebody to get off. I don't, I don't get the point of that. I never did get the point of that. I don't get the point. Like, I, and I even said to him, I don't get the point of war. If, yeah. if you're not going to war to take away your enemy's ability to fight so that you don't do that again, why do you entertain the idea in the first place? Because it's a never ending do loop of death and destruction. And there's so much waste in war. People don't realize how much stuff is wasted in war, mm-hmm. like metals and, and, and minerals and and strategic resources that you never get back they're just fucking blown up and then there's the human cost of it you know how many iraqis people don't even realize how many fucking iraqis were killed by roadside bombs by artillery by airstrikes by fratricide they don't even have a fucking clue they have no fucking clue and the the thing that gets under my skin about that was we weren't even tracking it yep 12 iraqis died fucking 12 people that's a baseball team, 12 people, yeah. and nobody batted an eye about it. Like, it's as long as it's not an American, we don't care. And the one good thing about the situation in Gaza is that the rest of the world has realized that this is just a show so that they can clear the Gaza Strip and turn it into Jewish settlements. And what are they doing with them? They're bringing them here. So... This this isn't going to end well here, and it's not going to end well there because nobody likes or wants the Palestinians. They use them to justify their fucked up behavior, but they don't want them. The Jordanians didn't want them. The Egyptians don't want them, and it's it's for the simple reason that you're dealing with three to four to five generations of basically terrorist indoctrination. They're gonna they're gonna import every single one of them here. How do you think that's gonna go? They think Americans are infidels. Yeah, that's gonna work out well. And the whole point of it is to create chaos. So where I'm going with this and, and why this plays into numerology is that there's this perception that this is satanic, that it's about Ouija boards. It's none of that shit. No. It just shows you where you are in your chart, you know, astrologically and how it aligns with the rest of the universe and the things that from a positive perspective you should be watching out for and things that you should be doing to better yourself and raise your consciousness. That's, exactly. that's how I see it. They, it. That's exactly what I do. I I don't, you know, I'm not a, uh, <laughs> I'm not throwing around magic spells or, you know, it is not a cult. It is none of these things. You know, it is about, yeah, keeping your consciousness, your frequency and your vibration as, as elevated as possible. And it is more important than ever in these current times that every single one of us and especially someone like yourself and like troop and and that your vibration is it your your own frequency and vibration is maintained because that's how you are going to keep going 
in what you're going to be enduring as you know on a different level than what other people are going to have to be enduring because you're in a very different position than you know other people will be during you know the resolve as i'm going to call it you know because that hasn't even happened yet obviously <laughs> obviously it hasn't happened yet um we're like still getting to that like you refer to all the time in your sit reps is the you know the, the culmination point is not even here i mean it's it's bubbling really good but we're still not i mean there's so many people in this country they got no idea I mean, it's just amazing to me. I mean, I just kind of go, whoa, you know, uh, not conscious. Yeah. Blissfully not unaware. Yes. Yeah. You're, you, you always nail it very well uh, and as bluntly as possible um, because it's the truth. Um, and, and there's a, just a wonderful thing. You know, this is other thing that I do when I know that it'll be like a part four episode, but uh, I'll, I'll play around with words for you a little bit. Um, those are lexigrams, right? Which is the lexigrams. And, yeah. you know, for, and that was one of the things I remember when I got a hold of your full name. Your full name spells a master war seer, which was something like I was like, and a master USA war seer, by the way, also comes out of it. And I was like, oh, that's why he's so sharp at this. I mean, it's why he's sharp as a tack at this kind of analysis. I mean, aside from how once I got a hold of your chart and I saw how closely aligned you were to the United States' natal chart as far as how the layout works, I was like, wow, no wonder why he does what he does like he's doing it, you know? And it, it was just so interesting to me to just math geek out on that. <laughs> you yeah, know? My, girl, my girlfriend said to me the other night at dinner, she said, uh, um, you called this on day one, this Israel thing. Literally, she goes, yeah. I waited a half an hour to tell you because you were doing something else. And then I told you, and your first response was, yes, bullshit, they're going to they're gonna raise Gaza and they're going to move them all here. And she said yeah. that was first the very first thing you said you she goes you didn't even you didn't even hesitate it just came right out of your mouth mm -hmm. <clears throat> like this is the way it is and don't buy into it it's all bullshit. <clears throat> yeah. and she goes i was i was at first i was stunned and then i realized you're probably right and it turns out that that's what exactly what they're doing right now it's a wag the dog scenario where they're they're tipping the balance public opinion and they're going to create the, the solution of bringing them here yeah and that's the illusion of what this country's dealing with in its own current cycle is that we're being people who are not being discerning, you not understanding signal versus noise and 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 the way that that actually works that you you know you always impeccably speak about uh we are in for it if we don't put those caps on super tight as i have said on my own podcast you know you have to have your discernment cap glued to your head even when you're sleeping at this point I, I don't, don't, even, take that, don't take that off please <laughs> well, i would say even more than that because you know let, let's talk about the the chart and um how the chart works so there's is that's one for every astrological sign or one for every month i can't remember exactly how that chart how the chart works when you build a chart for somebody so well there's two two kind of two charts because my specialty is, as well is when i do a forecast so not only do i can tell you the nuts and bolts of how you are you know what's your purpose or what are your interests or what what you know makes you tick kind of thing you know how do you really operate because 
you know, and also in 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 context of how you talk about how there, you know, the every, you know, the, the world wants to stick you in a bucket of some sort, and you're not meant to be in any of those buckets. You're meant to be you. There is nobody else with a chart like you. Every single person, and, and I, you know, kind of like the expression is kind of kind of silly, but we are all our own unique snowflake. I mean, it, it's true because no two snowflakes are alike, right? And I don't mean that in a negative way of being a snowflake, but it's the, the the thing. They're not the same. There's none of them that are the same. And there's no two moments in time exactly the same. So anybody born, which is a moment in time, and that's where we're getting that map, everybody has their own free will. So why, when we get into the forecasting, you're able to utilize that free will. Now, can you kind of be leaning in one way and kind of like, can your, your, your kind of lazier tendencies or what kind of aspects is your chart made up by that would make you be this way or that way? And why is, you know, another person over there, like the sharpshooter, that's all explained by how that chart looks when you got here and then how time is moving around you is how, we see things. So you have your astrology natal chart. So that's the wheel. That's the round looking thing divided into 12 sections. Now it doesn't mean that every, and it, it is in the context of the signs of Aries through Pisces, which is the order of the Zodiac, the 12 signs. And when you cast a birth chart, it will not necessarily be, unless you use equal house layout, which there's a bunch of different ways that you can lay out a chart. So there's different house, what we call house systems. They call it 12 houses in astrology, which is highly confusing to anybody. They, they, the lingo of astrology is ridiculous. I don't know who designed it. I didn't design it. I just understand it. And I've done it before in other lifetimes. I've remembered how to do it in this one. And that's why I do what I do. But I call it the rooms of your life because it's easier to conceptualize. Like if, if you want to like start understanding your chart and look at it, you need to, to think like, okay, that's me. Like this is me. And here's all the rooms of my life. Like, you know, most people don't have 12 houses. <laughs> I can't wrap their head around that. Like, what does that mean? So I say the whole, the whole, the, your round chart is your house. And this is how you keep all the rooms of your life. And if you can think of it that way, that, that kind of, you know, breaks it up um, a little bit. You, if you really want to understand astrology, you have to know what the glyphs mean. That's the, the planet symbology so that you know what they mean. And you got to know what the glyphs mean for the signs. And if you get that language down, you're going to be able to start to understand how to read an astrology chart. But until then, you cannot look at that chart and know anything. It's pointless. So I don't give people their natal chart nine times out of 10 unless they really want it. I give you what the key of your chart means. And then I explain, okay, you've got this eclipse happening here. Your Mercury retrogrades are going to be here, here, and here for the whole year and so on and so forth. So that's all the things like how we would, you know, work with your astrology chart, working with a forecast. And then when we're working with the numerology, we have, there's a, there's a whole natal chart that I've never even given you that for your, like your numerology breakdown. Um, but when we're doing a forecast, what we do in numerology is we, how we understand time is we spin in time in nine always throughout our entire life. So we keep working 
through nine year cycles. So using the US as an example, so we're a cancer nation born July 4th. Our karmic path is a four because we're born to the fourth of the month. The, the day of the month you're born to is your karmic path and then your sun sign. And those two energies work together. So how I was taught the work, you can't, you cannot analyze astrology without understanding the numerology. And why is that? Because astrology and numerology are guided by the same exact planets. So it doesn't much matter to me whether I'm looking at it from an astrology side or the numerology side, I am getting the energy of what that planet is telling me that guides the sign or guides the number. And that is the key of fusing them together so that you, you get the fluidity of it. Now, when we are born, we so we have the day and the month we get here, and then there's the year we got we got here. So you add all those up for any individual, a birth, uh, a business, uh, the, obviously the country, and then that equates to uh, you know obviously some compound number, and that is your life path. So it's in essence like what I call your life path is the ground beneath your feet that you're always walking on as the, for again, for USA, we're a cancer for a nation. We have a 32 life path as a country. We walk the path of the 32 as the cancer four. And we go do, 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 do down the path, which is why this country is constantly circulating through changes. What's very interesting because I have only had, um, I've been just, I, I, November, uh, November, October has gone by like the blink of an eye. And when all of this happened with uh, the infamous Israel, you know, I was like, oh, I've got to get in. And, and I but I was so, so busy, but I have tapped into their chart a little bit. I don't study Israel like I've studied America and I, you know, have written about America for years. And um, so I've, you know, always kept track of what's coming and, and, and so on and so forth. But Israel also has the same life path as America, which is kind of interesting, I think. Um, but I believe by around and about entering a year from now, you will see Israel start to completely deteriorate if it's not already very gone. But I don't think it's going to be much past another couple of years that it will not be what it is now. My, my honest opinion is that this whole event was architected so that Israel doesn't exist. And it's a, it's a country of Palestine after this. And they move everywhere. I think in two like, years, that's very possible. Yeah. Like Ukraine yeah. or yeah. some other country that's been, that's been decimated. And the interesting side of that conversation is when I first heard that premise, I didn't, I'm like, there's no, there's no probability of that, but think about it this way. Netanyahu is responsible for giving all of their health data to Pfizer and building the databases for Pfizer to do all the contact tracing and all of the the um, testing for all the vaccines. They're mm -hmm. the most heavily vaccinated population on the planet. I it's know. just a matter of time before a lot of them start dropping dead inexplicably. And what a better way to hide that than in a war that consumes the entire country, which is exactly what we're seeing. It gives him plausible deniability, gives them plausible deniability, and it obfuscates the number of people that are just mysteriously dying for no reason. And 
you know, I said initially in 2021, by within two years, you're going to start seeing people inexplicably dying and they're going to try and call it something else. And that's exactly what we've been seeing now for this mm -hmm. entire year is these inexplicable mm -hmm. deaths. Oh, it's, and, it's, it's, it's remarkable. I mean, in a not remarkable way, but it is stunning what is going on. So one other question that I want to ask you before we, we end this segment is when you, when you sit down, first of all, how do people find you? Where, where do they find you at? Let's start there. Um, SharitaStar.com, of course, is my main website uh, with loads of things to keep you busy, <laughs> as you will find out if you land on the homepage. And um, I have a podcast on uh, Spotify, Mind, Body, Spirit FM, uh, the Sharita Star Empower Hour. That will keep you busy. Uh, you could learn about everything. I have all kinds of... I. You know, we have America's forecast uh, that I did back in June that explains this current year we're in, which is a year of endings. Uh, our country is going through the we're concluding and finalizing many, many, many things that need to be finalized. And the other very, very important thing you'll see all these. If you if you land on my homepage, you'll see any, or any if you're on any interior page of the site, the same sidebar will always be on the right side. So you'll see as you scroll down, you'll see the spiritual material conflict for America. And then you'll see the um, understanding of Pluto return. That is the other very, very significant cycle for America that is going on right now. That's an astrology cycle. The spiritual material conflict understanding is a numerology cycle, but they're happening simultaneously. And we are not even halfway through the year because this all clicked in on the country's birthday that we entered this um, 18 personal nine year for the country. So it's, it's a year of we're wrapping up one of those spinning time and nines for the country. And what's highly significant about it this year is the fact that it's an 18 vibration, which is the spiritual material conflict energy understanding, which basically is trying to say to the conscious American, you better put down your stuff and pick up your spirituality. Remember who your ancestors are, which are our Native Americans who are the founders of this country originally. We need their practices. We have determined everything in our lives is dependent on something that is false. It's like an illusion. We depend. Nobody knows how to grow their own corn. Nobody knows how to do anything. I mean, the average person doesn't. We're not cultivated to do that anymore. That all needs to come back. That's the only way this country will be saved because the technology is going to run it into the ground. The Native Americans said that a long time ago. And that's something we'll, we'll save that for the next uh, episode. We'll, we'll do the lexigrams for the Native Americans. Um, it's, it's, very, it's already happening. Yeah. The, the technology is already, it's already, it's already everything. messing with everything. Um, yeah. Cause and, I'm sick from the shit that they've sprayed in our atmosphere here. It's it, whatever it's, they're spraying. Everybody I know is sick. Everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got, I got sick for the first time in eight years at the beginning of this month. That was the way I kicked off October. And I couldn't even believe it because I have like stayed out of it. I was very good. And I do have a rock star immunity, but um, I finally got nailed. I was like, damn. Well, I will post the links on how to find you in the description. I will 
I highly encourage you to go out to her site and, and take a look and, and reach out to her and ask her questions because she does a podcast on Apple podcast every single week. And no, every other week. Every and other week. Thank you. Uh, every other week. And you'll see, uh, again, if you, you, you can navigate the homepage, you'll see things. There's the link to, uh, the, the, the podcast is right. Like embedded on the homepage. It's a little further down. Well, there's two ways to find it. But the last episode I did that just came out last Friday is the specifics for America for November. And it's highly important to understand because this country is going into an energy for November that is, it's, it's basically saying you're going to have to awaken. You're going to have to wake up. The energy of November on a personal month level, because there's layers of ways that numerology forecasting works, but it is literally called the awakening for November of 2020 for America's forecast or 2020, 2023, excuse me. <laughs> I uh, highly recommend you listen to it because she's, she's dialed into a lot of things that are going on right now. And it, it aligns with what I've been saying, right? I think we're going to see in the next week or so things escalate overseas. And this, look, this world war, this world war is not every country against each other or the axis of the new axis of evil against other people. This is this is a script that's being played so the elite can usher in a control system and a social scoring system across the planet with the help of China. And as long as you see it that way and you you take a step back from the propaganda, you're going to see how the cards were stacked against us before most of us were born. This plan has been in the works for a very long time. Yes. And we're going to see it play out. And you'll this bears out in in some of the things that Sharita talks through in her her November prediction. And it's it's worth the listen. You're gonna you're gonna learn things you probably hadn't even thought about. So um any final words for the for the audience before we before we break? I again thank you all very much for your consideration. I know this is something for most people, it is definitely outside of your comfort zone. So I, 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 you know, I completely appreciate you, uh, sticking with us and, uh, you know, and taking in the listen, um, which of course requires, we have to be silent. There's a little fun little words there, but I do invite everyone to remember your heart in everything moving forward, because that's how we truly can live on the earth. It's the only way that we live. And if we're going to evolve, not only as American citizens, but as a human species, the only way we evolve is if we love. It's in the word. This is all part of those uh, the, the hidden power within words that we do with the lexigrams. But remember to love so that we can evolve. And if we do that and put that intention behind our visualizations and our plans for resolve, we're going to get a much different end result. And we, we will keep our vibration and our frequency where it belongs because our free will is completely in charge and because we're being conscious. And with that, folks, remember, no fear. That's right. Insight, increase your, your sphere of influence. God bless everyone. One team, one fight.